Minnesota, Northern Black, the Coupe Chevrolet. Oh, Jimmy the Cracker, the new daddy, you got. Essential, essential New Orleans figure, keyboard player uh, with Mardi Gras in New Orleans. It's very fitting. Uh, this week's episode of the show, I talked to Diane and Mary, members of, of the Comstock Breakfast Club, 1975, earlier this week, and, and it's a fun conversation that kind of rambles all over and goes everywhere. It's, you just hear Three old friends with a 50-year history talking, and, and a lot of people enjoy that. I know I enjoy it, and, uh, and we'll get back with, with the full bunch come February as we come out of, of holiday time. And, of course, I played that because last night, January 6th, was Twelfth Night. I lived for a long time in New Orleans, and Twelfth Night is the beginning of carnival season, the beginning of Mardi Gras season in New Orleans and elsewhere around the world. Mardi Gras is not just a weekend. It's not just Tuesday and Wednesday. It begins on Twelfth Night and goes all the way till midnight of Fat Tuesday, going into Ash Wednesday. This year it's going to be a little shorter, about a six-week season. But 40 funny fellows were riding the streetcars last night. Uh, the Queen of Oaks Ball was at the Maple Leaf on Oak Street. Um, there was already two two parades 
Uh, for those of you that have never been there for Mardi Gras season, trust me, Mardi Gras is a lot more than just the two huge parades you see going down Canal Street on, on Mardi Gras day. There's, there's parties and, and balls and parades, both walking parades and flow parades, all the way through from now up until then. And there's so much that happens back in the neighborhoods, especially the walking parades. Um, Mardi Gras Day, if you've ever been there as a tourist, you probably don't know about the walking parade on Mardi Gras Day, St. Anne's, which is a full costume parade that goes from the Marigny down to the river and where you're carrying ashes of the, those you've lost in the previous year and giving them to the river and, and asking for a renewal for yourself and your life and, and the people you love and the people you know. And, and there's, but there's so much in, uh, so it fits. So that's what you're going to hear is a lot of music that comes out from the beginning of carnival season, Mardi Gras season. I know New Orleans is one of Diane's favorite towns. I live there. So for those of you that don't just, uh, let the music that you hear now, and then, uh, you'll hear from myself and Diane and Mary and then more music. And, but let that, let that kind of be a soundtrack for your day and understand, uh, that, a lot of this is all played right at the beginning of Mardi Gras, the beginning of carnival season. And, and it's infectious and happy and a really good way. You'll hear from people like Professor Longhair and, and Dr. John, um, Alan Toussaint, Kermit Ruffins, you know, um, Al Carnival Johnson with Galactic and Cyril and, and Ivan Neville with Galactic and Big Chief Juan Pardo and the Golden Comanche. You'll hear all those people along with some good conversation. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy uh, the beginning of the year. Like I said, sun's coming back. We're headed towards warm. Believe that. And uh, here we go. Off into the music.
Now we got Mary. Yeah. Wait, let me get. Okay, you know why? Why? It was like ba 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 reverberating. I went to my phone. Right. Like I say, on on your computer, a Chrome is having an issue right now. That's um, weird. With cameras. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, what? Well, there's all kinds of issues in the world today. My podcast site um, was crashed worldwide for like three hours today. That's a big deal because they carry millions of, of podcasts. So they were. Sure. Yeah. My tree is still up. Yes. I yes. always. Yep. Well, I keep my tree up till 12th night. I lived in New Orleans too long. And and I'm still. Uh, great you, I keep mine up till then too. Yeah, I'm still, yeah, mine, Mine's up still too. I love it. Well, I'm way too Catholic. It <laughs> yeah. can't. It cannot come down until twelfth night. It can't come down. I until, can't believe people rip them down the day after Christmas. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like I love right coming out, plugging the lights in, and having my coffee. And like right now, I yeah. mean, just sitting here looking at it brings me oh, so much yep. joy. Well, I'm, I love it. I live alone. I mean, I'm single. It's like, you know, so this tree is. It, I think it, they're beautiful. Yeah. You know, just love. I love lights and. Right. I don't know. Oh, I, you two will appreciate something. I got to grab it and show it to you. I have, I have to show I you. I got something to show you too. Okay. <laughs> I knew you'd be bringing that tonight. <laughs> Well, you know, it was too good. That just, I just like was in the parking lot at the mall. I just like burst into tears. I'm like, oh my God. I know. I was crying at the lady's house. Oh, I imagine. It's a a Charlie Brown tree. It's It's a real live Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. A friend of mine down in Indiana shipped it to me um, and just said, because of what I do at Christmas. Yeah. She's like, you know, you started out all by yourself. And I did, you know, doing it. And she said, that little tree is so you because you run, <laughs> you run around. This was the busiest yeah. year I ever had. I mean, literally 55 full truckloads. Oh, my God. And I'm still not done. I still got people that have gotten a hold of me and said, I have stuff. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, I'm fantastic. fantastic. So that's wonderful, Diane. I, I let's let's hear the story from you. All right. Well, Mary knows it because um, I shared with the girls today, and I did a. I, it was so good that I did a um, a post about it. But yeah. you know, all of us girls, or all of the girls, got together, um, and they had a box of jewelry from Lola and they all pick things, but you know, I wasn't there. And, um, anyway, unbeknownst to me, Patty sent me something from Lola and she sent it in November and she wanted me to get it before my birthday. And I didn't know any, you know, I didn't know anything about it. And we were together this past weekend and Patty said, Di, did you get that package I sent? And I said, no. She goes, really? And so she looked it up, and it showed that it was delivered, but it wasn't my house. And it was in another neighborhood. It, um, and so I'm like, no. And she's like, and I said, well, you know, the address is wrong. And then in her book, it was wrong. 
And so today, um, I drove over to that address. And I had a note that I was going to leave if no one was home, but I saw a light on. And a woman came to the door, and I told her my story. She actually invited me into her house, and she gave me the package. And so, um, anyway, in it was, uh, you know, a necklace, you know, that was Lola's, and then a bracelet that Patty picked out for me. And then um, Patty did a book, a Chicago book, from our trip in Chicago. And in the book, Lola's got the necklace on and almost all the pictures. And so to me, it's like, how did you get, it's like, it's the Chicago necklace. And now I have it. I mean, like, I can't even believe it. So I'm, I'm telling the woman what was in the package, you know? And so she's like praying for Lola. I'm crying. <laughs> and uh, it was just like, oh, but it just makes me so happy. It was like a Christmas miracle. That, so, that, that you is. know, and, and everyone was so worried about it. Mary's like, die, you know, there's, We've got two more pieces, and we'll make sure you get something. And I went over there today, and I got it. And I got the Chicago necklace. So I'm very, very happy. And I thought it was just the coolest thing ever. And, you know, it had been six weeks. So I really didn't think that, you know, she would have it still. But, you know, with the holidays and all of that, um, you know, if it got shifted back and forth, I was just going to say, did you send it back? You know, did you see it? Blah, blah, blah. But. We had another delivery a few weeks ago, and it was to a neighbor two doors down, but we don't know them. And they threw it in the garbage. So, of course, I did not have high expectations and am delighted. And it's my Christmas miracle. I think that is so sweet. I think that is so sweet. I really do. That's... Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It just uh, warmed my heart, you know? Yeah. I'm just... uh, so surprised that the, and just how sweet that lady was today, died that she would invite you into her home. And I know. To, in today's time, you just, you don't even know, like even a beautiful, a beautiful woman like you walking up to the door, very stylish, very well put together, but still people he, are looking. She invited at, me in. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I mean, you know, I didn't go sit on her couch or anything, but she invited me into her, yeah. her you know, foyer and into the, you know, room where the where the package was, and then, you know, to say a prayer for for Lola, you know, very, very special. Yeah. You know, very, very heartfelt. So it's like I said, please tell, because her husband kept bugging her, you have to Google this person, you have to Google them, you have to oh. find them. And uh, I said, please tell tell him what was in there, you know what I mean? So, because oh. she goes, we were kind of afraid to bring it in, you know, thinking like it could be a bomb or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know, but... <laughs> Well, true. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, you don't know in this day and age, but the other thing is, going back to what I do over Christmas, what I yeah. have found, even as hard-bitten and, you know, it's like my side job is running security. I have a natural distrust of every human being. But the, <laughs> the thing is, people are good. On an yeah. individual yeah. basis, people Majority. are good. Yeah. And they yeah. want to do good, and they want to do the right thing. Now, uh, conversely, people in large groups... Really stupid, <laughs> but individually, people are yeah, good, yeah. You know? So, yeah, it just warms my heart to know that you know people care. Like she really cared. She was so happy that I got this package, and so happy that she didn't throw it away. You know, I oh, was so happy. Yeah. So, so had she opened the package die and looked inside of it, 
he would have known that it was special for someone because it was a photo right. book and jewelry, you know, and right. not like, uh, you know, it was costume jewelry. Um, right. But you don't open someone else's mail, no. you know. Oh, she did not open it. No, and that's what the husband said. He goes, because uh, oh. our neighbor down the, it, he 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 said, no, don't open it, don't open it, you know. And then he just wanted her to Google me. But, you know, with the holiday, she was too busy. So, anyway, uh, it turned out great. But uh, if I wouldn't have come home this weekend, who knows when Patty would have told me. You know, I mean, six weeks is a long time for someone to be hanging on to something. You well, know? I, I was wondering about that. Like, even before you came home, I thought, you know, I hadn't heard anything from Parker about her about her um, necklace and stuff. So, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it was all meant to be. Well, did, yeah. to be. did you did you have a good New Year's Eve? You went you went home. Die. You went you went to college. No, I came back. Um, go I back. went home and had Christmas with um, my brother, sister in law, and my niece. Um, I think I went on the twenty. We had it on the twenty eighth, and then on the 29th, all of us girls got together, and Gail had a little get together, and I had lunch before that with uh, two of my other friends. Um, and then I got up in the morning and, you know, and I got to see Linda three times. I got up in the morning and left. Okay. So, yeah, it was nice. I mean, the weather was great, you know, no snow. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to do it had there been snow because I have a little car. You know, I, it's a city car. This I really is the be driving first snow Buffalo has had. It's January 3rd. And literally, this is the first snow we've had all year in Buffalo. Wow. What's going on out there tonight? We don't have any snow. We had some sleet today. But we had about six inches about, I don't know, a month ago. And all the snow we've had. And Mo and Don up in the UP, up in Houghton, way up, you know, Keweenaw, they have no snow. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. We have had nothing up until well, tonight. Yeah. Donnie, a year of nothing. Yeah. yeah, Donnie is, I think he's 72 years old. And he said, I, I think this is the first year it's been a green Christmas since I've been born. <laughs> well, I mean, after what we went through last year here, national news, people dying, we could, we yeah. could, use, we could use a no-snow winter. You know? Yeah. We could. So. It'll save all that money in the budget. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, don't, don't even start me on the DPW here in Buffalo. Whoa. <laughs> um, now, here's, but you had good, because I... I had front row seats to stay home and do nothing, ah. which is exactly what I did. Somebody said, but man, you're always out there. I said, I worked in a bar in New Orleans for 10 years on New Year's Eve every year. I'm burned right out. I've seen yeah. everything anyone can do because it was an all-night bar. Too. Oh, yeah, I worked in the business, too, and it's like, nope. you, oh, you always, or I always was... I wish I was the one that was getting dressed up and going out. And then when you have the opportunity to do it, it's like, what an amateur night. Everything's expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, terrible service. Right. So it's <laughs> like, you know, no. And then, but it was boring. I mean, no, no, I would have liked, I would have liked to have gone down to the river um, because it was the first year that they did fireworks on the river. They always do them at Navy Pier, but at every, um, cross street so every bridge they set off fireworks simultaneously and it was just wow. incredible and then you've got the art on the mart right there saying happy new year on the building and that's always really fun to to see too you know yeah and i thought you were down there 
on no. New Year's. I didn't have, I'm, I'm not going to go alone. Larry has no interest in going. Like, uh, she's working, but, you know, she could have, she works blocks from there, and I'm not sure what time she got off. I don't know if she would, but I would have walked over there to see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Buffalo but, does a ball drop, and then they do fireworks at Canal Side, you know, uh-huh. right down on, on the Lake Erie shoreline, but it still is one of those where I spent so many years you know, as, as as the sun would rise on New Year's morning, I could count the people on the sidewalk. You know, it was like, man, it's no. I just, Ew. yeah, no. So, no, thank you. Nope. So I had, a, I had a front row ticket to stay home and do nothing. Mm. <laughs> that was what I did. I thought you were going to tell me something good. I saw Bruce Springsteen. I, you know, <laughs> well, I do I see, see him anyone. when he comes through. Yeah, I know. But well, I, mean, I want to see, I, I, I like to see a lot of things, but I like yeah. to have like a uh, premier seating, private yeah. bathrooms, someone waiting on me. <laughs> right. There's uh, right. Well, I'm I, spoiled. It's going to be an interesting spring here in Buffalo. Cause Buffalo is always the first stop for any off Broadway. Uh-huh. And it's always the first stop for, for the road companies. Uh-huh. So everything coming off of Broadway this spring, or it gets its first run here in Buffalo in the winter. And the fun part for, because Ani DeFranco, if you remember her, the, the rock and roll musician, she actually, because she has a big place here in Buffalo, she's from Buffalo, called Babeville, which is an old church, great place to see music. But she just got the lead role in Hadestown. She just got Persephone in Hadestown. So when that comes through... Is that a, mu- that, yeah, is that's that a, a musical? Yeah, that's a great musical on Broadway. So Okay. Town. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Bruce Springsteen story is really simple. I I was in the middle of that long funk of mine, and I had gone to Broadway to see him perform solo. I mean, I've seen him, you know, live so many times, almost every tour. But it worked out that I wound up backstage and told him the first time I saw you was 1972 at the Kalamazoo Ice Arena on <laughs> an ice storm night. And he literally went that long I went yeah you know I said literally that's the very first time I ever and you remember that show it was it was uh, I think it was not 72 sorry it was 73 at the Kalamazoo Ice I don't think I went to a well maybe I did but um no I don't remember that a lot of good concerts at Wings we did we had it made (laughs) we were halfway in between Chicago and Detroit the Gibson Gibson Guitar Factory was in town I didn't and Kevin worked there Remember that? I think Kemp, you worked there, didn't you? Yes. Where? Yes. You worked there with Kevin, <laughs> and we could have got in for free, but I didn't take advantage of all those concerts. I went to a few. Yeah, but, but you went you went right away to school. You know, you were gone. I did. I could have come home. I mean, but yeah. then you know that these guys are going to be headliners forever. You know. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and that that's a whole thing. I mean, it's like who knew Bruce would be around this long and still this right. energetic? Who knew that John well, Mellencamp? would reinvent himself as Woody Guthrie, you know, and right. still be out on the road. Yeah, so. um, what I was going to say about the Bruce Springsteen, because you have uh, used that monologue of his twice, yeah. and it, it, you know, of course I know at Renaissance, it, with you, so, you know, it's you. Yeah. Um, his hometown and the roots or whatever, but it's like, what an incredible monologue. That, I mean, that is, I mean, his, just, he, he's a storyteller. I it was like, 
freely admit I sat and, there and, just I mean, sobbing. any yeah. musician is, yeah, but it was just like, wow. And it's like, I totally see how, you yeah. know, that would make you cry and yeah. how you connect with it. Or somebody, sure. somebody asked me, and, and, and it's too bad everybody else isn't here, but I love you too so much and you've always been such good friends. Somebody asked me this year why I do what I do. And, and what do you mean, do what you do? What I do over what, Christmas. What with are you talking Nomad, about? With the Nomad oh, Project, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. with, with spending my time. Good deeds are big. Yeah, taking care of you know the missions and shelters and, and the people in them. And it came out of my I've mouth. I've your answer to this several times. And What's I love it? your answer to why you do what you do. I know. But this was a one-sentence answer that came out without even thinking about it. It was literally just stream of consciousness in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm earning my ticket home. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, it's just that. Because you can, yeah. you know, it's like you can do it and you. I'm earning my ticket home. Mm -hmm. And, and so I. Listen to the yeah. podcast yesterday. Right. On my, um, you know, because I go to Hyde Park. It's about right. a half hour, 40 minutes away. So I listened half there and half back. Mm -hmm. I did too. Um, yeah. And I, from Michigan, I finished up another podcast of yours. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it, it's it's so great in the car to do a podcast rather than just, and plus when I'm driving to Michigan, my radio goes out and then it's like, I don't know what channel to get. You know, I, I'd much prefer you know, the podcast. So Kip, I've been, I've been enjoying it. Well, I good. So, Thank you. Yeah. If I don't do, like how mine square. So like little and yours is, well, I guess everyone's is different. Mary, yours goes up and down like a phone. Right. Mine is side to side. I'm seeing mine with gray borders. I don't know about. I don't know. I just, I'm glad Anyhow, mine is dark. You can't um, see my mouth. But, but I just wanted to run it yours, by you. Dark. Kip, yours is super dark. Yeah. Well, that's, I can, I, I, I can, I have. Hey, a, I took my living room light out to put the tree up, and all I've got right now is my overhead lights. That's why it's so dark. I took my my floor oh. lamp out. Um, here I got Lexi's selfie light right here. I'll go pop it on. <laughs> I, Tom has told me, Mary, that there are people that listen to this one, and they love hearing the seven of us. They don't. They don't necessarily. You know. It's not like, oh, I wish I was there. They love hearing us talk. And Bennett, <laughs> has, to, Bennett has told me that, that there's people that, because he knows so many people in Kalamazoo that, you know. And, I feel and like listening to your interview with Jack Runchy, that was just so enjoyable. I was, I don't know, I was doing some project, like doing, put, putting up, you know, Christmas stuff. And, um, I, I just I just loved it. I don't know, I was not putting it up, but I I was like doing some project. It was not Christmas, yeah. Because that was the podcast that um, uh, with all the music. I just loved the music, and um, but anyway, I just it just was so interesting wow. to hear the interview. You did a great job on it. I Tom caught on to it. I have fun with the music. Because he's gone back and listened to a few years worth of podcasts. Oh, Tom? Yeah. And he realizes, uh -huh. he said, he said, you tell a story with the music. Because he knows some of my personal story. And yeah. he went, I like listening because you're actually telling a story. You're picking those songs on purpose and going, 
this is the story I want to tell this time. And and I did mm-hmm. that. I well, that's like what? I did that with Jack. Yeah, that last song was very much on purpose for people who you know. Well, with Bruce, it's like yeah. the first time I heard it, I thought it was you. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't. This is like the intro, and then it was just like, oh my god. He's one of the same, you know what I mean? It's, it's I'll, I'll play his it again. story is your story. I mean, it's like yeah. You send it to me. Oh sure. Well, I'll, I'll play it in this one too at the end. I've done it before, and people enjoy it. He uh, just had it on. You had it on one like two. I had it on one. Yeah, I'll send it to you, Mary, because there, there's other music too that that I want to you know get get in here. But uh, he'll send you the monologue, and you listen that, to it and tell. Of course, you're going to be like, oh my god. Yeah. Unless I thought it was you. <laughs> That's, people have you've heard it. I know you've heard it. Yeah. You probably did think that. I might have. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, okay. Yeah. I, I, mean, be, I yeah. listened to it because I probably will think it was you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, we how about Jill's photographs? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Does she know how good she is? No. 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 What photographs? Well, if you get on Messenger, Facebook Messenger, Jill has been taking pictures, and they are incredibly captivating. She's beautiful. Good. She's um, really good. She's got an eye. She's got an eye, you know, and just, um, and they're random, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same subject. It's it's different. And, uh, you know, you know, summer is nature. Some is just life. Some is a, an whatever you know, water, the beach, um, and she was asking for our input or what we thought, you know, and everyone was like, "Oh my!" God. Everyone was pretty blown away. I think G- I think Gina just got hacked. Watch watch your Facebook and and your friend requests. Okay. Yeah, a, another Gina Thomas just came up with no cover picture, no posts. And, oh, were you uh, trying to reach out to her? No, it just came up on my phone. Oh. Yeah. I remember when those first started happening, and I'd be like, of course, we're, you know, I wasn't thinking we're already friends, but it's just like, what happened? Of course I'll friend you. <laughs> and then you find out they're hacked, and you're like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I think I think she got hacked. Hmm. hmm. I think she got hacked. So... Anyhow, no, Jill's pictures are fab. They're incredible. I'll send them to you, Mary. Don't you, can't you get on Messenger, Facebook Messenger? I probably could. I just don't ever get on Facebook. Right. She never you should Facebook. actually download the Messenger app. Yeah. It, it's not the regular text message. It's a different one. And then that's where all of these meet things are. We have chats. I mean, not very much. Not like us girls. Um, but... We, you know, send things maybe or, or say yeah. something every once in a while. It's, se- you know? it, 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 it's separate from Facebook. It's not like being on Facebook. It's, it's a, it's oh, a separate, but, yeah, you don't get on Facebook. It's a separate conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do that. <laughs> I'll show you what the icon looks like and then just go to your apps on your phone and then download it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I probably have that. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I finally downloaded Venmo um, like two weeks ago. <laughs> Why well, do Zelle for my bank? <laughs> uh, and um, 
Oh my God. Cause I had to do this um, thing for my sister-in-law's mother passed. And so we were doing a family gift card, you know, for a shrub or whatever for Donna, Sean's wife. And so they're all like, well, what's your Venmo account? I'm like, Oh, Venmo. I don't know. <laughs> my nephew out in Delaware is <laughs> texting me. He's like, a genius computer whiz he's a programmer he's like aunt mary here you yeah. go <laughs> so, venmo, yeah. venmo yeah. is relatively safe it's relatively yeah. well protected yeah. i don't so, use it that often i mean i can but i use zelle because it's attached to my bank and i use that, that all the time right i have pnc banking and zelle's attached to my bank and that yeah that's, it's attached to my bank too right that's yeah amazing. so I do zelle and um because it's attached to her bank and so I did not. I did not know. Anyways, <clears throat> so what's this icon look like? It's. A, I think I might. Here, have. just say it's, it's a big here. M. Oh, I think I have that. Yeah. So I if you probably click. have it downloaded, but I probably don't have. Like I'm not like. Well, if it's downloaded, it can go to the cloud, but you can get it back. Right, and we can add, we can add you to our chat, the, the Comstock seventy five chat, and that way oh. everything that oh the, okay right remember because the meeting the meeting links are there, Jill's photographs are there, that kind of thing. So we we could add her. Okay. All right. So you can upload. So that's what Jill's doing. She's uploading photographs to she them. Messenger. She, well, she had like a link, and then you click the link, and there were, I don't know, maybe 12 or 15 uh, photographs um, oh. to look at. Cool. Yeah. yeah actually, cool. actually, Mary, you got added by John a while back. So if you if you ever get in <laughs> Messenger, it's there. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm looking right now. You're, you're John's in. always trying to take care of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Logically. And then Kip is the backup, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I can't get on the computer. <laughs> I my computer. It's not even a computer. It's a what do you call it? A tablet. Laptop. It's uh huh. A tablet. Yeah, it's just it's iPad. Like from my from school, like I don't know. It's got to be probably nine, ten years old. And it's just like the kids are always giving me shit every year. We start the foundation well, stuff. Yeah, because it. it really. Really? And Jim gets all pissed off because he's got a really nice Mac. So I'm always swiping his Mac. And the kids are like, get that Mac. And But then, you know, it just gets like like inundated with auction stuff. And people are, he's like, quit using my Mac. Well, 10 years, for a, computer. Ten, ten years for a tablet in computer years, it's like Ice Age. I know. <laughs> Mine are, mine are old, too. And it's like, and then I just go through, like, I had a real big one set up, and that was nice. Um, my friend um, gives me a lot of uh, computers and different things. Yeah. That's nice. Is, I know. <laughs> well, see, um, because of the podcast and, and all the music that I work with and the Heron, I have got one computer that's separate for all of that. Because business... When I'm doing consulting for, you know, large industries, that's a whole separate deal. And that takes up all kinds of, of computer computer space. Mm. So. Yeah, separate ones. That's a, it's yeah, like I, I have so many computers. I have one downstairs. It's 
ancient and it's like I won't get rid of it because it's got all my remember when you used to take the uh you know the cartridge out of the phone to download your uh photos to the to the yeah. computer it's like they're all my photos from way back it's like I don't have any of them printed and I haven't even been on that computer and like I don't even remember what my password is this bring, one look at bring back I my space my I got it taped right to this on certain computers I taped the password on them <laughs> And then on one of them, I'm like, there's really cute pictures of Lexi in case I die. <laughs> Make sure you get the pictures off. It's like, oh, my God. Bring back my space. I want to I wanna list my top ten. Yeah. <laughs> I was never on MySpace, but, yeah, all the kids were. My niece oh, never, I, yeah, I never was. I never was on MySpace. I, I wasn't on Clearly. I was saying something about Facebook. Everyone, you know, complaining about, well, John said it very nicely. You know, it's like complaining about ads and stuff, but it's a way to to keep in touch with everyone, you know. And um, it's a way to kind of tell your story. Like today, me telling the story, the local yep. story. It's like, right. you know, I just wanted to tell it. That, you know? And that's what it's for. I don't. I don't understand the people that divulge their deep personal, you know, things and, you know, whatever fight they're having with whatever significant other at this moment in time. I don't or get that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that one. Yeah. I don't get that. Or many. like if it's a couple and they're married and they're like, happy anniversary. It's like, uh, don't you see that person in person? Don't you live together? Tell me, Aren't tell you? me, tell me you woke up and saw them, you know, and said, happy <laughs> like anniversary. weird. Um, but I also, I really, I, you know, I make albums like for Christmas or any vacation that I go on. And it's a way for me to get right to it because I have an album. And then I remember when it was, you know, when the memories come up or whatever. I love it. Yeah. So I don't have to keep track. You do that on your phone. I do. Yeah. That's what yeah. I do. It on. Yeah. But I do it on, I do it on Facebook too. That's right. where I make my... I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I've been in the habit of making videos lately, you know, keeping people updated on Nomad, but by the same token, I'll make one I'll make one this week that has nothing to do with Nomad because it's the first week of January, and the gyms are packed full, and there's so many people complaining, and I don't complain. I encourage people to be there. You know, it's like, don't be self-conscious about your body shape. Don't be self-conscious about what you're wearing. You're there. You're trying to, you know, you're you're trying to right. be, to improve yourself, right? Right. You know, there there are there are old people like me, you know, going, hey, just glad you're here. You know, don't don't worry about your body shape. Don't worry about what your body looks like. Nobody. And I've told people, no one in the gym is looking at you. We're all too obsessed with looking at ourselves in our own form. <laughs> We're all too obsessed with trying to continue to breathe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I tell people. I'm. I am over 65. I am 66. I'm concentrating on my heart rate, okay, while I'm doing this right now. I want to get to the next exercise. Don't I'll worry lie. about me staring at you because I take my contacts out and my glasses off. I can't see anything. And I have headphones on. I'm listening to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been enjoying, and I have we haven't shared this with you, Kip, but Diane knows that um, us Comstock girls, we've been enjoying pickleball, and it's such a blast. Oh my God, Patty and 
Deb Smith, Pat Campbell, Deb Smith, and myself. And we've had our substitutes are Sonia and Carrie. And uh, we've just been having a blast. Are there pickleball courts in, in Kalamazoo? Oh, my God, all over. But, really? yeah, okay. um, we go to the Y, Sherman yeah. Lake Y, out here in Richland. Yeah. And um, so Patty and, and Deb and I are members. And Julie, we just keep on um, giving her our free passes. <laughs> Julie Klein. Oh, Julie Klein's in that group, in our group, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, think Kip knows Julie. My, my oh. friend Julie is my very first best friend when I moved to Kalamazoo and we um I would have went to Kalamazoo Central. It was okay. down off of Riverview behind McDonald's. And um anyways we ended up moving to Comstock but we remain friends. And okay. her husband as well. I've known them huh? Did you live by her? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. she lived right on Riverview and right. I lived um in the townhouses behind, on Bridge Street behind McDonald's. And then oh. we went to Northeastern. And my mom, we moved from Detroit, and she made us go to school for the last three days so that we would make friends. And um, it didn't really, well, it, it did work out, but it was, like, kind of weird. I won't get into it right now, but kind of funny. Um, and then... We went to, you know, so I met Julie and we became best friends. Now, now and, you got And me. they stayed in touch. And Mary went to school with her husband. John knows my, my bestie's husband. And she was a hairdresser. She had a hair salon in Richland. Okay. Tracy Whitaker, Mary, go, everyone goes there. And then when I would come to town on Thanksgiving, you know, before everyone had families, we'd all get yeah. together on that Wednesday and Julie would always show up, so everyone knows her, but, you know, she didn't, okay. like... Because yeah. now you got me thinking that McDonald's behind Riverview, I'm remembering now those townhouses, because it was yeah. a steep hill behind yes. McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, it was a steep... I'm, I'm remembering it right. It was yeah. a steep yeah. hill, and the townhouses were up there. Yeah. Okay, I rem all right, now I remember that. Yeah, that's okay. where I lived. Yeah. They were big. We had a four-bedroom four bedroom house. So yeah, well, that's big. Yeah, rent on those rent on a four bedroom these days would be around three grand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom didn't know. You know, she had, yeah. was newly divorced, and yeah. she got a job um, at Brown Paper Company. Yeah. What's it called? Brown yeah. back then. It was called Brown. And yeah, and then um, you know, it's like all of this was long distance. Here she is applying for a job in Kalamazoo, and she lives in the Detroit area, and then. Um, you know, we moved to Comstock, and that's where I started ninth grade. Yep. Yeah. So if you had school for those three days, you would not have met Julie, your best friend, for your first best friend, right? Because you wouldn't have met her. Well, yeah, because we hung out that summer, you know. Yeah. Um, and we were inseparable for the two, three years that I lived there. Inseparable. And then her sister, I was telling you girls this weekend, her older sister, she was 20, and she took Julie and I, who were 12, to go see David Cassidy at Edgewater and then took us again. Got a hotel room for us. Crazy teenagers, and or not even teenagers yet, and then Pine Knob. Wow. I know. That's Where a I got on stage and, and yeah. told everyone how much I loved them before well, I got thrown off. 
And before security. And fitness, went, dress, yeah. fitness dressing room. <laughs> oh my God. Save the dirt from his, uh, from this car. You what? I you saved, saved dirt. Dirt, <laughs> yeah. In a baggie. Yeah. Okay. My aunt Gogi was a, she was a housekeeper in Rhode Island. Do you remember Gogi, Diane? Of I remember Gogi. I wore her of wedding course. dress. Remember that? She saved Tom Jones' underwear. She did his, she cleaned his room. Uh -huh. And <laughs> when he was, when he was playing a touring in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, and she cleaned his room and she stole his underwear. That's funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not typical. It's like, go so I've never heard that story before. Were they clean? And she's so funny. She never wore her teeth later in life. Remember that? She'd hide her beers in the in the toilet, in the back end of the toilet. In the tank? And she'd laugh with those no teeth. Oh, it was hilarious. No, I didn't see her when she was that old. Because uh, when I met her, it's when I went out to um, the East Coast with you after yeah. we graduated high school. And we went out and stayed with Coke. And then yeah. your family had the beach house in New Hampshire. Yeah. And then that's when I met your cousin. How come I can't think of her name? Andrea? No. Not Andrea. Huh? The one that was at the wedding. Oh, Julie. 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 Yeah. And, and Gogi. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was yeah. the summer that was. So I was, what, 17? So 17. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. And then we Kevin brought, uh, who did he bring? Uh, Melville and? Billingsley. Billingsley? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, or Brady. No, Brady. it wasn't Brady. It wasn't Brady. <laughs> no, Melville for sure. And was it Billingsley? I don't know. He brought two friends, but you know that was From at Melville. the beach He got to bring two friends. We never, mom and dad never let us bring two friends ever. Well, we only did. got to bring one. And Kevin smooshed mom into letting him bring two. Uh, that pissed me off. But anyways, <laughs> he got <to> two. <laughs> Sorry, usually I didn't swear. But yes, he did. He brought, um, he, I think he brought Malville and Mike Billingsley. Brady was with him too. So those are the three friends pretty much that came no, out. Yeah, here. no, it, it wasn't Brady. At different times. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. But I was going to say, Melville, what? I can guarantee because Melville was just, my, my mom and dad were so accepting of everything. Do you know how many of us? They woke up when I wasn't even home, and they would go down <laughs> in the basement, and somebody was asleep on on one of the couches. They're like, "You should go home now." <laughs> really, Kip's not. Yeah, Kip's not here. You should go home. <laughs> it's nice to have a house that you know that everyone's welcome at. You know. Yeah, well, I, I always I was cracked I up at that. Love that people used to hate. Yeah, my mom loved all my friends coming yeah. over. Loved it. You had loved a very John came over. Yeah, John came over on Christmas Eve. He broke their arm. We were playing ping pong. You take these pigs and you squeeze them. And it was a ping pong table, but you squeeze the pigs. And it was like kind of like a puffy thing from the dryer or whatever. I don't know. We got so into it. Someone fell, broke their arm. I can't remember. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I know. But yeah, she had a good time. She loved Dark Yeah, I, like I yeah. say, I, I, I died laughing when that 70s show came on TV. Because it's like, I'm looking going, it's not fiction. 
That's my basement. <laughs> there yeah. are people that can testify. That's my basement. <laughs> you know, we all had, cool. we had good families that were so accepting of our friends. Yeah. And all felt welcome in each other's homes, I think, in the majority of the time. But that's the know. difference between a small town and a big city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the big city, Lexi went to the same school for grade school. But when it comes to high school, it's like, and even for grade school, getting in, that's all anyone talks about. Before they were even five years old, I was ready to blow my head off. And then in <laughs> high school, it's all like so competitive. People hire coaches. And so money wins. Okay, yeah. If you're in the middle, you don't win. If you're on the bottom, you can win because there is a lottery for that. But the middle class, no. Um, mm -hmm. And you don't know any of their friends. You don't know any of the parents. Um, that, never nice. did anything at high Freaking hated high school. Hated the whole experience. Lexi, well, Mom, I really liked it. Well, great. You know, and she still is friends with, but it's like, it, it was nothing. Like, um, you know, our hometown. Ours. Yeah. Yep. That like, you know, takes a village. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, I knew all of the kids in grade school. Everyone did stuff together. And then in high school, yeah. she'd be like, we live too far away. And they were always at the lake, you know? Um, yeah. It drove me crazy. I did not like it at all. I bet. I would not like that as a parent either. No, no, no. I wouldn't. Cause, cause if you think about it, our parents all knew one another mm -hmm. and they had, I mean, because there's a, it, and it is a different way of, because our parents also had no problem calling one another and saying, is he over there? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, right. Tell him yeah. to get home. It's one o'clock in the morning. That's right. Is he over there? <laughs> tell him to get home. And I mean, and they knew one another, they socialized together, you know, and, and so it, and I think that's part of why here it is all these years later we're all such good friends still, you know, it's like, it can, right. go, it can go decades and it takes all the 30 seconds to fall into like we just talked yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, we have so much in common because yeah. it was a small town. We went to the same parties oh, young, God, yes. and even the same TV show. It's like everyone did the same stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> we only right. had three channels. That's yeah. it. We had McDonald's on Riverview on Friday night. We had that. Yep. Okay. And fights with parchment. And fights with parchment. Don't even start me on that. You know I was at the center of several of those. Do not. Yes. Start me on me and the Fletchers. Don't. Because <laughs> I still remember that name after all this time. So do I. Me and the Fletchers. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, but they were jerks. Yeah. Of course, they thought we were well, jerks, too. Parker so. was in love with, uh, what's his name? Who? Oh. Who's the guy? No, no, wait. I was in love. Mark, dating Mark. Mark Yonker. You were dating Mark, Mark Yonker then. Back in, my, in my senior year. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. You were. You were dating Mark Yonker. Such a doll. God, he was gorgeous. I have no idea. I think he lives in his parents' home. Um, you know, they both passed. I think, But I've never, you know, he's not on social media. I've tried to find him, you know. Uh -huh. And I think I lost track of him because we went to, like, one of the class reunions. He was the best man at my brother's wedding. And my brother was, oh, what? My brother was the best man in his. You know, he's, oh. he's not married any longer, but um, he has a daughter. But, I mean, I, you know, he's not on social media. So Yeah. And Greg, Greg's not one to, like, 
stay in touch or you know yeah yeah because so. you were you were going you were going out with mark yonker yeah i remember that yep i sure was but yeah That's i thought it. that chris fletcher was cute sorry kip no it's fine <laughs> Because it was not Chris yeah. Fletcher that my beef was, was with. It was it was with Mark. Mark. Um, Mark Fletcher. Campin? No, Mark Fletcher. There's Fletcher. no Mark Fletcher. There's a Rich. Rich Fletcher. Okay, the the older brother. Yeah, the older. Yeah, that yeah that that's that's who my beef was with. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know there was always something going on, but you know it's yeah. it's so nice now that you oh, know, I know. Ori's um, ex, and yeah. you know. Their grandson is parchment and um, a very, very talented athlete. And so many of the guys from Comstock, uh, Dave Walker, Brian Craig, they all follow. They all go to the games. Really? And it's so funny that there was that big rivalry rivalry back then. But now it's, uh, you know, it's like everyone's family, you know, so it's nice. Well, I'm sure I would sit down with him these days and we'd probably have a cup of coffee and laugh. Yeah, you know that because that, that, that yeah, we, of course we would. I mean, because that's yeah. just yeah. The, the nature of things. So, but back then it was. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Isn't that thing. crazy? Yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah, it was, but I mean, yeah. But uh, I'm gonna cut out. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Lexi just got up and she's off. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go here too. I'm gonna send you that that Springsteen. It's the intro. Yeah. What what it is, Mary? It's the spoken monologue intro to Born to Run done acoustically. It's two, okay. separate, it's two separate cuts, and I'll send you just the intro. I mean, yeah, okay. you'll love it, Mary. You'll love it. And then, I will. Like I said, you'll think I'll, it's Kip. And you'll be like, oh, I heard that. I thought it was you, Kip. <laughs> Diane I, did. I she went, I thought that was you. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm sure I watched or listened to it. Oh, oh it was a, just beautiful. Just it, beautiful. It is because cool. there's a, a great storyteller. Well, so. he is. And, and then there's another thing that comes with that where. He understands what a, a sense of grace is, and grace being granted to you, you know, going, I'm so lucky that I get to live this life. Because I feel that yep. way. I'm so lucky to live the life I live. Yeah, I am. I, I feel the same so, exact way. Same. And, uh, you know, same have, have, I think have you, all of you and both of you, you know. It's like I couldn't I think ask you get more. to this age, you know, you yeah. get older, and you are so appreciative of yeah. just happiness and joy and friendship and yep. love and well, beautiful some, things when you're younger just so busy you know hustling so, so, or whatever someday when we are together and physically because i'm not going to do it here and it will happen i will tell you the story of that dark time so you understand exactly what happened and where i was at and i need you and it's not just you two but you two are a big part of it when I hold back on my memories to pull me through it. Because there's, there's a story there. Yeah. Well, you've told me some of it. I know yeah, some of it. Some of it. But like I say, not one of these, like I say, when we're all together sometime around a campfire and I got a cup of coffee, I'll tell you the story. Because okay. you, you deserve to know okay. it. So, all right. All right. I love bye, you guys. Both. I will talk to Happy you later. New Year. Okay. All right. Happy New Year. Love you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
folks concerned, yo, but it ain't gonna bother me. Well, everybody knows that it's time to go. Ain't no time to sleep. Gotta get out in the street. Always out in the street. Ain't no time to sleep. out in the street. Wash my feet. Rampos Street, yo I'm where I need to be Trumpets are coming Snare drums are drumming Hear the rhythm of a tambourine Oh, Rambo's blazing My flag boy raising Bringing up his flag for me Yeah, no. Time to go, ain't no time to sleep. Gotta get out in the streets. Always out in the streets.
This has been an enjoyable, uh, enjoyable hour and a half for you. Good conversation with with Diane and Mary. Uh, like I said at the beginning, combining it with the fact that yesterday, last night was Twelfth Night, which starts Carnival season, Mardi Gras season in New Orleans, and uh, it was a good time to play some of that music. I, I fixed a big pot of jambalaya last night. You can't get any king cake here in New York. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have the king cake shipped. 
It's just that simple because I got to have some king cake. Uh, next show, what you're going to hear is me talking with Julie Rockcastle and Jim Donovan of Jim Donovan and the Sun King Warriors. Of course, Jim, also one of the founding members of Rusted Root. But we're planning a large event out at the Heron for the Eclipse on April 8th. We're bringing in a band. We're planning it as a full weekend with music and bands and people there and, and the chance to all be together because this eclipse is going right over the top of western New York. Myself, um, I start a new contract tomorrow morning. And then, of course, the Nomad Project uh, still goes year-round. I'm still picking things up from people. Uh, I've got a lot going on. I wish you a very happy new year. Very happy New Year, and to me, because of the time I lived in New Orleans, a very, a very joyous carnival season, Mardi Gras season, and the time leading up to to Ash Wednesday, and and it's a time for also for reflection, just as the deep of winter is. Sunlight gets longer every day now. We're headed towards spring. We're headed towards warm green weather again, and as always, I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the connections in my life, the people that I call family, the family that I've built and made around myself, the friends that have been with me for, for a very long time, and the friends who are such a close, intimate part of, of my chosen family these days. And, and uh, it's, life is good, life is good. Like I say, starting a new contract tomorrow, that's an 18-month saga that is finally taking a, another turn in the road, and that's a, that's a big deal. But whoever you are, wherever you are, know that you count, know that you matter, know that you deserve peace and happiness and health, and that I believe in you. And when you need me, I'll be there. Desolation Angel Radio, Desolation Angel Radio, Kip Williams. I will talk to you again next week, like I said, with an interview with, with Julie Rockcastle and, and Jim Donovan. We'll talk about what's happening out at the Heron. I'm glad you've uh, hopefully enjoyed the music and enjoyed the show.